Welcome to Three Drinks In, the podcast where two friends explore the everyday topics we all know and love, with a little help from a few drinks. Join us as we take a lighthearted and sometimes humorous dive into the things that make life interesting. From trust in relationships, being a woman at work, managing friendship issues, and everything in between, our candid conversations are sure to be enhanced by a few beverages. So sit back, pour yourself a drink, and let's get started. Do Hello, guys have, ladies and gentlemen. Do you guys have UTIs? <laughs> I do currently. No, guys. Oh, guys. Yeah. This is why we're having this conversation. The The context was that I currently have one. Um, I think, so you know what? I think they can because I Googled it. I was like, and I've had some before, so I don't know why I Googled it, but I always Google my symptoms, which um, you should not be doing. Google is not the source of information for it. Oh, like I, I have cancer is like five times a week yeah exactly <laughs> if you google it's not a good idea but what is said to do if you have a uti is like for women like you 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 will probably be given antibiotics but it says something about like if you are a man and have it then it's probably a little bit more important to get it checked why i can't remember exactly but just based mm. on the fact that I can't remember what the article said, but it did state men somewhere, so I believe that men can also have them. Yeah. I mean, they can have... I'm sure they can have them, but are they more important to treat than women? I don't know if it's more important. I think it's because it's um, quite a common thing for women to have UTIs. Mm -hmm. I think it's slightly more rare for men. So it's like, maybe get it checked out. But it's... That type of stuff annoys the shit out of me. <laughs> Honestly, this conversation is based on an article, and I can't remember exactly no, no, no. what the article says. I'm just... I'm not trying to stir up something. No, no, I know. But it's like, you know, we, we normalize, like, period pains because women get them all the time. But actually, I don't know. I've, I, I saw this fact. It's a fact. that was like, period pains can be as painful as a heart attack. And so... Damn. Yeah. And you remember, it's like, damn. Yeah, like, when you compare that to actually, like, would you go to work if you had a heart attack? Fuck no. Mm -hmm. Like, would you be able to, like, stroll around, have a conversation, pretend like nothing's happening, have a dinner, like... Easy peasy. No. Take a paracetamol. (laughs) Take a fucking paracetamol. (laughs) I mean, it's just nonsense. But, actually... The topic of today is quite interesting. It's yes. like it's perfectly fitting yes. with this conversation. So we're going to talk about equality. Um, so I think like I remember that we were kind of like you know do we call it feminism? Do we call it equality? Um, and we were a little bit scared of the term feminism. Mm-hmm. Weirdly so because like our definitions are like totally aligned. Mm-hmm. Um, but there's this connotation of like what is a feminist what is feminism and stuff um so should we start with our definition yeah go for it it. what's your definition you you have a good definition you have a great (laughs) we have the same definition (laughs) it's basically for me it's basically equality for all genders yeah as well as equal opportunities yeah yeah. That's it. I think it's based. I think it's pretty much the standard definition. Like if you Google it, I think it's it's very yeah. close to what is the so, actual definition. Oh yeah. So the IWDA, which I don't know what it stands for, um, says that all genders have equal rights and opportunities. So that's yeah. That's exactly it. I think there's also like for me, there's also an extra component, which is like 
safety. Um, mm-hmm. So, like the like in a social context, um, women are tend to be more afraid of like walking home alone yeah. at night. Like you know, we're we're always like, did you get home okay? Text me when you're mm-hmm. when you're when you're home okay and stuff. Um, and guys don't really tend to do that. Um, and there's this big myth of like, oh, there's a scary guy that's going to be in like a dark alley and mm-hmm. going to ta- attack you. Um, which, you know, I'm not saying it doesn't exist. I'm just saying that that's kind of like uh, a big kind of scary image that a lot of women yeah, have. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, the problem is basically it's not a myth. Like, it's, yeah. I don't know in terms of probability how likely it is to be attacked walking back home. But it's such, like, if it happens, mm. the risk is so high that you always have it in mind. Yeah. Like, it doesn't really matter. The, and to be fair, the probability is probably high enough that every single woman mm. has it in mind at yeah. all times when she leaves a place. Yeah. And so, yeah, that, that kind of fits into my definition of feminism. Yeah. Like, it's social equality as well. Mm-hmm. Um, and if you take the example of, like, nighttime going home alone, like... That's a real example of where I see some injustice and and where we need to to do a bit of of work. Yeah. So, why do you think there's negative connotations against the term feminism? When you see like femin, uh, which is like a considered to be like an extreme feminist movement, um, it's like ladies that are um, outside, like. Uh, in, in demonstrations, um, kind of boobs out, like very aggressive, very in your face kind of stuff. And I think that's quite scary to a lot of people. And a lot of people might perceive that as like, oh, they're crazy and they're out mm-hmm. of control and stuff. Um, but my mom always says like, you know, in, in any social movements, you need to have a extreme to kind of up the ante a little bit mm-hmm. and then you find kind of like a, a norm and like a more moderated way yeah. of living um yeah. yeah so you need someone to like make noise first you need someone to get yeah. things moving exactly and then you can find the right balance exactly i don't know if i necessarily agree with that um it's certainly something that we've we might have seen historically um i'm all for pacific movements mm-hmm. um but yeah, I mean, like even when when you know in London there was a, a lot of demonstrations for uh, climate change and and you know I think like people blocking purposefully the city for just disruption, but without getting angry, without breaking anything. Like peaceful demonstrations for me are the way to go. Mm-hmm. So well, like, but they need to have an impact and they need to they just need to cause a disturbance. Yeah, yeah, they need yeah, to be yeah. annoying. Um, otherwise, like. Who cares if there's one guy sitting in the street and saying, like, don't kill the planet. Like, mm. cool. <laughs> um, but it needs to be more of, like, a, a movement. Um, and and the thing is, like, I think because the feminine movement has been so talked about in, in media, like, it's kind of taken away a lot of light from pacific movements. Yeah. And so everything is associated with the feminine movement. Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. To be fair, I think there is also a bit of hate against the pacific one. Well, maybe hate is not the right, right word, but almost almost fear. You know how mm. some people, um, 
struggle with positive discrimination because they mm. feel like it's taking opportunities away from them. Basically, if you're used to the status quo and mm. you've had things like a, a certain way all your life, I can almost empathize with the way that it must feel like by trying to give equal rights to all genders is basically removing a slice of your pie that that is completely fair like that slice of the pie should be divided equally yeah. but if you're used to having the majority of the pie <laughs> it is quite annoying you know what like i you know people that kind of have that argument i'm like but you've benefited from the whole freaking pie your whole life yeah no but it's like a it's like a spoiled, like share yeah but it's like spoiled children yeah it's like Oh my god, it's like that scene in Harry Potter. It's like, but last year I had 87 presents. Oh my god, yes! <laughs> it, it's so weird. Like, it's not 87, by the way. I can't remember the exact number, but you, you know what I'm talking about. Yes. It's like. You said Harry Potter, and I went straight chocolate, Charlie and the Chocolate Factory in my mind with that spoiled kid yeah. as well, but. Another spoiled kid. I don't know. Yeah. yeah, but it's just like if you're used to like things coming very easily and being able to do whatever you want, then it's just like it's change and people mm. we know like there's so many studies on the fact that humans do not like change so it's quite irritating and emotions are necessarily logical so yeah. you just get aggravated with it now that's not to say that those people shouldn't do a little bit of work mm. like on themselves and try to think about it for like sure. a couple of minutes and like readjust their attitude instead of just a couple being, of minutes you're being nice <laughs> at least but some people know because for some people it's like so rooted that like they don't exactly they don't even think like they don't even try to understand why is that happening and you know like how have i benefited from it and then it should be like brushing your teeth three minutes Three times a day. <laughs> love it, love it. Build it into your routine, like trying you to open your mind. Slogan. Three minutes, three times a day. Think about the opportunities you've had in life. <laughs> Think about your privilege. <laughs> Think about your privilege. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I saw this um, this ad in, in the subway, um, in, in the tube. Sorry, mm-hmm. my American is coming out. Um, in the UK, honey. In, 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 the, in the tube in London, where it was like this this poster of, um, in the UK, like we know that there has been a lot of um, issues with the police force um, being kind of uh, systematically violent towards uh, women and kind of covering up um, really disgusting behaviors um, from, from their colleagues. Um, and so there's this poster in the UK that says that normally the slogan is like, see it, say it, say it, sort it, which is if you see something weird, um, say it to someone that's working within Transports for London, um, and then we'll sort it. Like, that's kind of like the, the normal thing. And, um, and this poster is like this policeman groping um, a woman and his friends kind of in the background um, kind of looking away, and the and then the the slogan is "See it, don't say it, won't sort it." Something like that, and it's so freaking powerful because it's like it's a whole like pointing fingers mm. to the police system, and it's it 
it's really, really freaking strong. Who's, who's advertising that? It's this, um, I don't know her name. Um, she's a, it's, it's a political lady. Um, that's, oh my God, I love it. That, yeah, she, she, her party is all about like equality for gender <gasps> and stuff. It, it's really, really yeah, strong. Yeah, that's so, so great. Yeah, yeah. I, I was wondering because I was like, who, like who paid for this? Because it's great. Yeah, I'll uh, I'll post it on a on our Instagram mm-hmm. um, if yeah, people are interested it. to see. It. Yeah, 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 I want to see it. Yeah, well, there I'll post it. I'll for like you. it. I like it. Out of our twelve followers, <laughs> I'll post it especially for you. Thank you. <laughs> um, but let me ask you a question. Like, why do you think it's so difficult for people to kind of um, look at themselves and look at their privilege and kind of like you know we're we're seeing a lot of trends around not a lot of trends but a lot of commotion around it's difficult in this day and age to be a 40 something heterosexual white male like do you in your opinion like do you think that's hard um i think so i think subjectively it's hard yeah um because from the people i know in that group age not all of them but Mm -hmm. from the ones that i know feel uncomfortable um they basically feel like they are being attacked at every angle and mm-hmm. that everything they do is wrong. So they, they, they're like, they feel... Is it? Well, that's the problem. That's why I said, like, subjectively for mm. them, it yeah. feels hard. The thing they don't understand is that life has been harder for everyone else. Mm. So even though they feel attacked, they've just not felt... I think that's like the way I'm perceiving it and yeah. by the way I'm extremely privileged as well so this is like my limited understanding of the t- situation yeah. but I think that they they struggle to understand because they haven't faced mm. all of the other issues that a lot of other people have faced yeah and therefore for them like this is they just they don't they genuinely don't understand all of the hate that's coming towards them because they're used to this behavior and mm. they're like you know I'm just sitting in my house just trying to have a nice conversation and every like every time I open social media it's like old white men are like yeah it's kind um that's fair enough I mean it's- well it's it's fair enough but at the same time it's like they're not helping anyone by having this attitude. It's like, yeah. you're not helping yourself because you're choosing to just, like, victimize yourself. Exactly. I was going to say, it's a bit of, like, putting yourself as a victim and kind of you're playing the cards of, like, no one can say anything to me and no one can um, take away what I feel because I'm the victim here. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, first, like, yeah, it's not really helpful to themselves. It's not really conduct- conductive to a conversation mm-hmm. where they could learn more. And it's also not helping the people that they're potentially hurting because, again, they're closing a debate. Yeah. So if I say something harmful to someone in that specific, like, gender, age, etc., and I'm trying to have a conversation and that person automatically reacts with, like, aggressive aggressivity, like, I'm being attacked. It's like a clam, like... Yeah, that closes <laughs> a debate. It's like yeah. the conversation is no longer there to be had because that person is in defensive mode and it's just like... Yeah. Closed. But the the fact is, like, I'm I'm trying to be, like, put myself in 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 that group's shoes, um, but you know, if I'm living my life and whenever I'm on social media, I feel attacked, like I'm obviously gonna be defensive. Yeah. You know, um, and it's not it's not easy, but it's also like, you know, I think it goes back to the whole like feminism um, definition and. I, I find that there's so much shame in kind of 
being oh yeah i'm a feminist like that that word is like it's so full of like different definitions mm. and different values and and people like don't want to be associated with that and like when you ask them a question like are you a feminist they're like no absolutely not like i am a um like i am not a feminist at all like these these crazy ladies going around the streets like boobs out like blah, blah, blah. um but if you ask them like are you for equal rights they're like well yeah i mean most of them yeah um people that we hang out with at least um most of them they're like yeah of course um and you're like well <laughs> Babe, like, that is feminism. Like, shocking, shocking. Right? No, but I think it goes back to the fact that although for for feminists, Mm. it means equal rights for all genders. Mm. For people that are used to the status quo, it feels like something being taken away from them. I think that's that's where... And I was so shocked because I was... um, trying to understand if people reacting negatively to the term feminism is like in older brackets group so like the group we're talking about you know like older white men i don't think so well that's the thing i was convinced that if you looked at like younger age brackets mm-hmm. like millennials gen z you would find that actually like a lot more people would be feminist and i was mm-hmm. shocked because i found this article that was like 50 percent of like young uh, uk men are like anti-feminist and I think it was from like 2018 oh no yeah and I think it's because basically the article said it's again they feel like you know like the the lad culture is mm. being taken away from it from yeah. them they feel like there's also a lot of them that feel like they um like a woman lie or some of them feel like they can't get with women and then tr- they turn that into like hate against women there's like a lot of yeah different things and it's just like there's been so many like pro like pro diversity pro woman like you know like a lot of empowerment like, the all of the social movements are now very very vocal yeah on social media um and i feel like if you're someone that's struggling a bit with those it's like pushed in your face all mm. the time so it's it's turning people uh, and i'm not saying this as like the cause as in like a, talking about this movements are creating more like um extreme sides but there are a lot of people reactive reacting negatively to it you know like you're saying that stat and it really like let me just check i think it was yeah yeah it's like half of young men in the uk now believe that okay let me quote the actual sentence half of young men in the uk now believe that feminism has gone too far and it makes it harder for men to succeed that's yeah, from so Vice my, 2021. Yeah, so my initial statement was like, it wasn't that exact sentence, but I think yeah. it's still fairly aligned to what we're saying. It, they feel mm-hmm. like a side, like a piece of the pie is being taken away from them. You know, it's like that stat like really disgusts me. I think that's the right word. Um, and it, it saddens me as well. But if you look at Andrew Tate and all of his audience, like they're quite young men. Hmm. Um, and I remember, like, even in my in my previous um, role, my previous not my previous role, my previous company that I worked for, um, like I was very I'm gonna say stigmatized um, mm-hmm. because I was openly feminist, um, and so when I saw really shady and sh- shitty behavior, like I would call it out. Like I'm that type of person that's like 
justice is like one of the values that is so close to to my core yeah. that I can't help myself but actually like That's speak good. up yeah um especially if it's like for a wider cause or for like mm. other people anyway um and so I would hear some stuff and I would always call them out like did you mean what you said like mm, maybe don't say like this or that like I remember like one of my colleagues saying like I used to work in sales Um, and one of my colleagues saying like, oh, Serena, like, I know how you get your numbers. Like you just show your ass on, <gasps> on Zoom and stuff to get the deal closed. And I was like, excuse me, what the fuck? <laughs> like that is just so messed up. Like you would never say this to no. a guy. And, and when I, 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 I became vocal about mm -hmm. this, like they were like, oh, here comes the feminist. And it's kind of like you, you, you can't win. Like, so what am I supposed to do? Mm -hmm. Just like shut up, get this these comments that are like really disgusting and and just play along and be like ha 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 and and there was this other so we were like a group of i don't know like 10 people um and we were two girls and this other girl that was with me like her strategy was entirely different mm -hmm. so i was very much in like the fight 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 yeah um and didn't let anything go like there was no like I got so defensive that there was no room for mistakes with me yeah and um and I was quite pleased with that I was like yeah. they know that these are my boundaries and they must respect that otherwise they're going to get so much shit I love that well her response to that was the opposite so she would play with the fact that she was a woman and she was and she was like she would take advantage of that so she would flirt for sales she would like pretend that she was like oh yeah just you know um take my phone number and you know we can text after hours and she was like you know in very sultry voices and i was like dude like it's difficult right because i'm like don't do this because you're you're you know you're, you're messing up the whole freaking cause but also like to each their own. Yeah. It, it's a weird position where you're like, you know, she can do whatever she wants to do, but it's also like, the, the, ugh, the, it's a difficult the, one. Yeah, the thing is, I don't know if she, like, I feel like men would also flirt to sell. It's just that there's less women in buying decisions. 100%. Okay. Yeah. And it's also that like, You would never be to a man like, oh, you're just using advantage of flirting to mm. sell something. But I feel like they would do exactly the same thing. So yeah, I can't really blame her for doing that. I'm not If blaming works, her. It works. Like, yeah, yeah. I'm not, I'm not blaming the, her the at all. The problem is more like there's still like balance of power is still not 50, fully 50-50. Mm. I think I'm, I'm, I'm maybe getting a little bit lost no, in, no, no. in my train of thought. But. but I guess, like, my problem with it was that I wasn't seen as an individual. I was seen mm. as a woman. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Which, fine, I, I, I am and I identify as a woman, but I was seen as this manipulative um, person because that's what they've seen in, in women generally. I don't know, like, in TV shows or whatever. Um And so they didn't really understand, like, that women could work hard and get results. Yeah. Um, and that it was always, like, you know, trying to get, like, around and, like, snaky and, and stuff like that. And that really, like, disturbed me. 
I mean, yeah, it must be like just infuriating. Well, I mean, I left that company, right? Yeah, good, good, good. good. It's just like... I couldn't take any more shit like that. I was just like, you know what? Um, There, like, I left the company when I was like 21 Mm -hmm. or something. Um, And I was like, there are plenty of companies in the world. There are plenty of other jobs. Let's go. Yeah, yeah, let's move. Um, But yeah. I've been very, very lucky because I feel like I've worked... I've worked in a lot of environments where there there wasn't that, but I I can't even imagine like. But is that lucky or is that normal? I don't know. <laughs> well, what is the no? I do, I like I I have no clue. I I kind of consider myself lucky because I do hear stories and I'm like I've been in a lot of places where I mean most of my jobs yeah nothing nothing too crazy yeah that's good though yeah. <sighs> Although I I do play a lot on like the QC woman to just like in that so my like professional personality is mm-hmm. not harsh at all mm-hmm. unless unless you get to a stage where like I'm quite angry or I need to get something done like ASAP. You're generally not a very harsh person, see, I find. See, most of the time no, but I I discover- You can be. I can be, yeah, yeah. I rediscovered my bitchy personality recently. Which was super fun, but it, it yeah it rarely comes sassy out. Sassy more than bitchy. Yeah, sassy. Uh, yeah, so I can be, but at work I have this like so my work involves basically like a lot of stakeholder management, but mm-hmm. also a lot of getting people to do things without any power. Like I need to get teams. Yeah. Like big teams to basically work on things to build products. And For me, <laughs> there is manager in my role, but I do not manage a single person. So yeah. Like, I just need to find a way to make things happen. So, and the way I do, I do this, and, like, a lot of different people have different ways of doing this, is by trying to be, like, as nice and, like, sweet and, like, yeah. just, like, cutesy and, like, bubbly. And, like, yay, team, well, this is exciting. Like, those are the goals. Let's make them happen. Why, Happy days. Why, why are you linking friendliness to manipulative? I, I don't know. Maybe it's because it's like, right? yeah, I don't know. I don't know. What... You're allowed to be friendly. Yeah, yeah, I am allowed to be friendly. You're, I am friendly. You're good at stakeholder management and getting people on your side and on your team and working together. And Maybe cohesion. I'm shading it because it's like a feminine trait. Because I've seen a lot of like uh, men in like the same job positions mm-hmm. just being like so straightforward and to the point. Just like. Yeah, make and this happen. No. Do people like them? Exactly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> That's a large glass house. <laughs> nice. Um, Serena just removed the bottle away from me. She was like, nah, I don't I'm not dropping you. any more red wine in my flat. <laughs> I. You know, I'm actually, like, a lot chiller than I used to be. Um, Like, I think if you did this six months ago, no, a year ago, I would have been like, Alice, what the fuck? Uh, what are you doing? I mean, doing? fair enough, it's like red wine. I would not be, yeah, yeah, yeah. I would not be happy. Um, Especially because, like, so I'm moving to France in, oh, my God, in, like, two months. <gasps> I don't want to hear about it. What? I um I am having a hard time uh, coming to terms with it. It's okay. It's okay. So it comes. Sometimes I think about it and then I forget. And I had forgotten. So don't bring it back up. Okay. My point was, 
I've had this apartment with my boyfriend for two years. Um, let's not fuck it up two months before we leave. <laughs> Champagne showers. <laughs> Champagne is fine. It doesn't stain. I don't. We red can... wine. Red wine showers. Red wine. Mm, not so keen. <laughs> um, so yeah, I wanted to say also like apologies for not being like super consistent. We're still finding mm. our our cadence. Yeah. Um, Last week was a very difficult one for me. Um, I was kind of like in the down, um, mental health wise, like I was not in a great spot. Um, and so we're gonna try and record like two episodes every time so that we can then um, kind of let them go. And if something comes up, like we, we have a bit of like a backlog. Mm-hmm. Um, Look at us, product managers. Backlog. Backlog. <laughs> um, so yeah, just just bear with us as we're kind of getting our pace um, together. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, just so to kind of close it off, I I have like um, this Audible subscription because um, the way that my brain works is like if I read, the information doesn't really get to my brain, but if I listen to it, it it does a lot more. That's so interesting. Um, Maybe I should try that. And and so I've got like twenty four credits on Audible, and I'm like, love that. I want to read so many books, but it's it's not reading like it's weird. But I want to mm-hmm. listen to so many audiobooks, and um, I'm reading Invisible Woman right now. Yes. Oh my god! Finally, it's so good. Yeah. Like I was I was on the plane um, last week, and I was like, I need my boyfriend to listen to this. Um, not because he doesn't get it, but it's just like his mind is so analytical that I'm like, he needs to hear the data. It's good because it's like full yeah. of stars. So I think this is like a good way to close up yeah. this episode is, um, and actually like, I think we'll have a lot of episodes where some stats or some facts are taken from the book Invisible Woman with anything that comes to like feminism or um, equality. Um, it's a great book to be fully honest I'm not like fully in love with the way it's written mm-hmm. but I love the like all of the collection of all of the different facts because it's it can sometimes be hard to like put words on why there is still inequality and yeah. you know to have like concrete examples of how in day-to-day life there mm-hmm. are still differences and in this book, it's just like it's just like so many examples yeah. of like day to day life. Like basically, it's about how um, how data is shaping the world. Like it's it's helping. And that's with, a fact. Like that's not yeah. a negotiable. Yeah, it's just like all the most decisions nowadays are based on data. Mm-hmm. But the majority of data that has been collected it's has fucked. been on men. <laughs> And therefore, women are a lot of times, or have been, maybe more now, but in the past have not been taken into the equation, which means that most things are built for men, and and they're still impacting us. And you know what? It's not even just men, it's white men. Yeah, Um, that as well. And so I saw this thing, like, I'm I'm very nerdy into, like, every medical Mm. stuff, Um, and I saw this thing of, like, doctors being very starting to get very pissed off at the fact that we don't have any science around like we have very poor science very limited science around um skin cancer for people of color still not nope yeah it's like years and years of researching so we must be like so late exactly and everything in in textbooks (sighs) 
of like how you start to develop some symptoms of skin cancer is based off white skin. Um, and and the thing is like it doesn't manifest in the same way for dark mm-hmm. darker skins. Um, and so it's just like such a freaking disadvantage and like even there's stats around the way that like especially in the US how women of color are treated um oh yeah and, they get the worst treatment no yeah because people yeah. i don't know why but it seems like doctors have been trained on on like the general spectrum to kind of see women see women of color as hysterical and kind of over exaggerating their symptoms and stuff so they're not treated with the same like they're treated with the same facts, just not the same interpretation, and that just really saddens me. Yeah. Like it's just it's very, very yeah. Sad. I think there is yeah there is a stat around um, pregnancy mm-hmm. for women in color, which is like the highest rate of like I think it's like death yeah. basically. You know that like post um, postpartum mortality is still really high in the U.S. Yeah. Okay, this um a topic for the next episode next of the US. Um yeah, next time we'll we'll talk about like in, in this segment of equality, um we'll talk about education and in little kids and and kind of our take on how that's been affecting people's lives uh on the longer term. Um and how actually like a lot of things come down to when you're a teeny tiny kid and you're absorbing See. all of the information and you're like what am I supposed to do here? <laughs> Who am I? Who am I? <laughs> Where do I belong? <laughs> cool. All right. Cool, cool. See you later, guys. Thank you See for you later. listening in. And, Thanks um, for tuning in. Bye. <laughs> Don't forget to subscribe to my channel. <laughs> oh, my God. Are we, are we like that now? I don't know. Uh, okay. Well, we're, we're on Instagram. We're on a lot of podcast streaming platforms, apart from Apple Podcasts, because expensive and we don't have money yeah if you know any sponsors um that can get us money so we can be on apple Podcasts, you know why not um but we're not there yet so bear with us um and in the meantime spotify is is good (laughs) all right bye